Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Sam Rennick. Sam, are you ready to do this? George, I'm ready. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Let's do this. Sam excels at making it easy for anyone to teach and talk to kids about money. He has delivered programs to over 250,000 kids around the globe. He was named Financial Educator of the Year in 2016 by the National Financial Education Council, along with numerous other awards and accolades. We're excited to have you on. Sam, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why it is you do what you do. Well, George, thank you again. Uh, A little bit about myself. I'm uh, going to be, I think, 59 uh, this year. This is my third uh, career and my uh, first opportunity to be an entrepreneur. I'm a graduate from uh, Loyola Marymount University here in Los Angeles. When I left Loyola Marymount uh, University, I went to work in aerospace for a company at the time called TRW. They're part of Northrop. And it was uh, somewhat ironic because this was a Fortune uh, 100 company and you know they were very big on technology and R&D uh, firm. and uh, you know, lots of engineers and that type of stuff, scientists. And what's ironic about it is, is I have a hard time screwing on a light bulb. <laughs> but it turned out to be a perfect place uh, for me because it, it was like getting training or a PhD in how you develop ideas, take them out of your head and turn them into real things. We had a lot of experts uh, at that, and I was just fortunate enough to work with them uh, every day and soak in and soak up uh, all the knowledge about that uh process I, I, I could, and it's been very useful You know, my current endeavor. I spent about 12 years in aerospace, 10 years at TRW, and two at a company called SAIC. Uh, I left there, uh, you know, I had been a good saver and a pretty good I- investor. You know, that's one of the, the things I think that I did really right from uh, day one, uh, from the start of my professional life. I put about a third of uh, what I made away into saving and investment uh, programs, including the company's 401k and uh, you know my own IRAs and, and things of that um, nature. And so after about 12 years, I was in a pretty good position to try something uh, different and, and new, and that's what I did. I went into financial services uh, and did that for about eight or nine years. And to be uh, quite candid with you, Georgia, was something I didn't really enjoy that much. <laughs> There were, uh, it turned out to be a great uh, experience in terms of uh, research, essentially. I was able to talk to a lot of people about what they were doing uh, with money, and I found out opposite of what my dad had advised me and shared with me that was uh, Midwest common sense. Uh, people weren't saving and investing, and I guess the good news, uh, that, that was part of the good news of that particular uh Careers is I, I got to learn about uh, a lot about the money choices people were, were were making, and then one day one thing I did love about uh, the company I was at and in that industry is we had a weekly uh, sales meeting, and usually those were outside independent uh, trainers uh, for mutual fund companies, insurance companies, things of that nature, highly seasoned, and uh, you know they come in and share a story with us about why we should represent products from their company. And they were all excellent teachers and storytellers. So 
boy, I just really look forward to that. And one day, uh, a gentleman showed up with an Etch-a-Sketch, if you if you remember those, sure. and a, uh, a, a bubble uh, blower. And I thought, well, what's he up to? What's his angle going to be? And essentially, what he was uh, encouraging us to do is open college savings account and establish relationships with our, our clients for the long term. I was already doing that, so I bought it immediately. And more important for, for me, it got me to thinking, uh, you know, about why I started in saving right out of uh, school. And I reflected on that a lot and realized my father, uh, even though we grew up with uh, very limited financial uh, resources hovering right around the, the poverty line, there were seven in our uh, family. So we, we really learned how to stretch a dollar. But uh, it seems like almost from birth, my, my father was talking to myself and, and my uh, brothers and, and sister uh, about uh, money and smart mon money management, uh, you know, ideas and some of those tapes still run through my head. So I thought to myself, I thought, wow, wouldn't it uh, be interesting if we could do something in the financial uh, services industry that was fun for uh, kids but communicated some financial knowledge? And that's kind of what got me started in my third uh, career as a uh, entrepreneur, a social entrepreneur, if you will in the financial literacy space, officially starting in 2001. And for about the first 10 years, we had basically what I would describe as a, a service-based model where myself, initially it was just myself, but eventually after a couple of years, myself and, and Sammy Rabbit, Sammy Rabbit the costume uh, character, went around to uh, schools, YMCAs, boys and girls clubs, a lot of military bases, particularly the Air Force, thanks to the Air Force Aid Society, and eventually the Department of Defense, uh, doing a, basically a 45-minute to one-hour program where we would read to kids a story that communicated what we think is the most important idea for kids to learn about money, and that is saving is a great uh, habit, George. And, uh, and then we also developed the music around uh, uh, Sammy Rabbit, who is our uh, main character and our essentially our vehicle, if you will, for uh, communicating messages on money and other uh, great habits as as well, and then we developed music around it and, and activities and, and tried to be as interactive as we we could to communicate, as I said, messages like saving is a great habit. And when you think about it, you know, that's essentially the, the one of the main messages Warren Buffett shares with uh, adults. You know, he says something to the effect that basically you should save first, then spend, not spend and try and save what's uh, left. And so if you do save first, you know, that's a winning formula, and it has a lot of uh, benefits for kids beyond the uh, accumulation of money. Something I noticed on your blog site, you know, you talked about delayed gratification in one of your blogs, and you made a great point. I, I mean, I thought it was very fascinating interesting. I think you uh, made this blog right around July 4th, so you were talking about, boy, how long we had to wait for independence. It didn't come immediately. It was a seven-year wait, and it was worth the you know, the weight, and indeed it was. And then, uh, you know, you went on to talk about the marshmallow test, which I think still is the uh, prevailing thinking uh, to this day. And just essentially how important delayed gratification is. And I think that is the primary benefit for kids with respect to, you know, making a habit of, of saving. Sometimes people are like, oh, no, you know, saving doesn't, uh, you know, pay, pay a lot in terms of interest. But what I think people need to really uh, – fully recognize and realize is that saving, the benefits of, of saving and making it 
a habit, and I can't stress that enough, uh, far exceed uh, earning interest, delay, learning to delay gratification, learning to set goals, and maybe even uh, you know protecting your, your your money from poor spending choices because you're you're building in some time to think about maybe how you want to use and allocate your money. That's another big benefit. And then of course, you know, as we like to share with kids and adults, you're not only prepared for emergencies, but you're prepared for opportunities. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, I think those are some of the enormous benefits. So, you know, for me, this is my mission, my purpose in, in life. It came to me about, uh, you know, around 40 years uh, old. And, uh, you know, that it makes up a big part of my life now, uh, you know, in terms of hobbies and stuff like that. I, you know, I enjoy reading. I enjoy investing time in relationships with family and, and, and friends. And, you know, I periodically enjoy uh, sports as well. Excellent. Well, there's a lot of good stuff there. I appreciate you sharing all that information with us. Um, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. Savings is probably the most important habit that, that, that we can get. And like Mr. Buffett said, need to learn how to save first then spend not the opposite um, and frankly saving money is sort of a foreign concept for most, <laughs> for most adults right and it, I, <laughs> yeah just, you're exactly right George <laughs> well, and it's it's just because we didn't necessarily ever have to right when we're kids we're not making a lot of money necessarily so we're not having to save it and then all of a sudden we don't have pensions anymore and so now I'm in the workforce and I'm a grown-up, but I never necessarily learned the habit of saving. So I think it's so great the work that you're doing because you are filling a much-needed role of actually teaching kids how to save money. And I think that most parents want to do that, but they don't have the skills to do it. Well, uh, thank you, George. I, I think you're right. You hit on a lot of uh, issues. Talking to kids about money is difficult for a variety of reasons. and. Uh, you know, one of them is they may not have the skills to their own behavior, may be in conflict with their message. And so that, uh, you know, creates uh, some problems as well. And then there is a point I do want to make re- related to this, something I like to share with people is that, you know, we're really, in reality, we're always teaching kids about money. Money is ubiquitous. We may not, uh, what we may not be doing is consciously or intentionally uh, teaching kids with money. And that's what we should. Mm-hmm. be doing so for example if you're having a conversation and I'm gonna say with a young kid and when I say a young kid I mean uh, ages eight and, and younger maybe you're sharing with them a dream to go to Disneyland I'm here in Los Angeles California so you hear a lot about that or, or you even hear people here wanting to go to uh, Disney World in, in in Florida that is a money conversation as far as I'm concerned anything that uh, uh, implies the use of money is about money. Now, you may not use uh, the word money, but that could be a $1,000 conversation. Uh, if you live happen to live in Los Angeles and you're taking a family of four uh, to Disneyland, if you have to fly to get here or whatever, you know, it might be a lot more uh, expensive. And, you know, one of the things I'm thinking is, is that, you know, we should we should have these types of conversations, but if we tweak them a little bit, uh, you know, we could add more purposefulness uh, and let's call it quote unquote financial intelligence to the conversation. Like, you know what, uh, Sammy Jr. or, or Samantha uh, Jr., I can't wait to start planning our trip to Disneyland. It's going to be so much fun. We can sit together and think about what we're going to do, how we're going to use our time, 
how we'll use our, our money, how much money we'll, we'll, we'll take uh, with us and things of this nature, you know, that uh, start infusing and injecting the vocabulary that's related to the wise use of, of both money and uh, time. And it puts a slightly, uh, I think, different uh, context to it and a, and a more responsible one. Another blog I, I saw, and I think it was a, a, one of your recent ones on your blog, uh, had to do with personal uh, responsibility. So I think, you know, that that's that's a big idea. I think that that's great advice whenever you are, and you could probably incorporate a very practical exercise into everything that we do as adults, if it's paying our bills or going to the grocery store, certainly planning for a large expenditure like going to Disney World or Disneyland, and just walking them through the steps of it, which to somebody who does it all the time might seem like mundane details, but to a kid who has no concept of it, it's an excellent opportunity to do some teaching. So that's awesome. Exactly. You know, how are we going to save up for it? How are we going to earn for it? So I think you're exactly right. You could, uh, you know, transfer, uh, you know, some lessons. So there's some teaching. And then you're also investing time with the uh, the your, your child or, or uh, your children. And that's something that they, they want. And you're doing it in a very, uh, you know, I, I think in a very balanced way. There is that allure and excitement of, uh, you know, let's call it a dream, if you will, and 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 how to make it come true, and all the steps that are uh, you know required to do it. Nice. Is there a certain age that you recommend people start talking to their kids about money? Yes, this may surprise you. I think around uh, month seven, while uh, your child uh, is in the womb. <laughs> 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 That's when some of the studies think learning uh, begins. And so, uh, you know, I, again, I think what you want to start doing myself is the earlier the better. That's the main point. What the studies are showing, and I believe they're true having talked to a lot of kids, is that adult money habits and attitudes, and this is important, uh, uh, adult money habits and attitudes are formed prior to age seven. So the way they think and feel about money is already uh, programmed in, hardwired, if you will, by the age of uh, seven. Now kids, you know, they may not be able to articulate all of their thinking and feeling, but when you, feelings about money, but they definitely have them. We've asked a lot of kids under the age of seven questions like, you know, what's important about money? And, you know, their answers may or may not surprise you. Uh, you know, it's like, Chuck E. Cheese, that's right. what's important right. about money. <laughs> or Happy Meals, you know, and so it's interesting uh, it shows that kids are capable of learning and absorb, absorbing knowledge. And if they've heard things enough, they're even uh, capable of articulating <laughs> some of those thoughts. That's the part that I think that, uh, you know, parents and educators have to ease off a little bit or with respect to their expectations, that kids may not be able to articulate everything they're learning. But from day one, they're just studying you, you know, and they're trying to figure out things and they're absorbing things in their their uh, mind. So the way we the way we talk about money, the way even when we're not talking uh, uh, directly about money, using the term uh, money, uh, like oh, let's go to Starbucks and get you know three fra frappuccinos or whatever it is. Uh, you know that that's a money conversation. That's a you know that's a fifteen dollar conversation. If you're doing it every day, you know that's that's a you know in multiple thousands. Even if you're doing it once a week, it's 
close to a thousand dollar conversation. So the way we we, we talk about it uh, makes a big difference. I think so. You, you want to get down. I, I think you want to write down, you know, what your philosophy, your family philosophy is, some basic values with respect to, uh, you know, we want to save some money when we spend money. And a lot of people talk about spending. I think it's important to say, you know, we're smart spenders. We use our money wisely. We think about uh, our, our, our spending uh, choices, things of that nature. I, I think it's important to add something to the spending. What type of spending do we do? We just don't spend money. Sure, we may spend some for, for, for fun, and that's a good thing. But in general, I mean, there's a lot of messages out there about uh, spending, you know, spend a lot, spend it fast, spend it now, spend it today, <laughs> spend it on chocolate, spend it on churros. You know, we need to get that, you know, we're savvy spenders, we're smart uh, spenders. You know, that's what wise uh, uh, people do. And then I think the same thing with uh, giving, that should be a part of the message. We give uh, wisely and maybe we give generously, but we give wisely and diligently. You know, we do our, our, our homework. And I think investing has to be a part of that uh, conversation. Something that uh, you shared, I think it was in this recent blog, and I, I, I love this. I didn't read the whole thing, but the one sentence that jumped off the page was, uh, you know, we all need to be millionaires. And I think you picked this up from uh, uh, somebody else you were uh, interviewing. And I think that's exactly right. Uh, just from the standpoint of retirement, which which is what I think the context of this particular blog, uh, you know, was. And so, you know, that, that, that kind of thinking, I think, is missing by and large, uh, you know, in conversations between uh, parents and kids, teachers and kids, family, friends and, 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 and kids. And so I think, you know, the earlier we can start with with uh, our own communications, what our values are, using storybooks, using songs, using activities, uh, playing games with kids, getting them involved with shopping. You know, you want to get kids involved. That's something you, you shared uh, just a little bit earlier. That That's a key thing. Get them doing things and then shape and guide them. Uh, in a in a direction, a direction that is very specific to what your thinking and values are uh, with respect to money. So if you can clarify your own thinking and values on money, then it's going to be a lot easier to communicate those to your kids. And bottom line, start early and and keep in mind education is a process. So you know there you and then there are l levels and layers. So it's ongoing. You need to keep repeating messages and then adding new uh, messages. And parents are in the best position to make determinations about you know, where kids are at in the learning uh, process and how much information to give them. But certainly young kids, I think you, know, you can share with them messages like saving is a great habit or we spend smart, things of that uh, nature. And then you can start doing activities like depositing coins into a savings jar or a piggy bank uh, you know, with them. And then you know, when they're ready, you know, having them pick out some items maybe at the at the grocery store. A lot of there's a, a lot of opportunity for financial teaching and literacy at at grocery stores. So start early, George. Nice, lots of good stuff. Well, Sam, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? You know, I'm just going to stay with saving is a great habit. I thought you know it's a, it's a great question. Uh, for me, it's one I reflected on for about a year before I got. Uh, into this area, I thought to myself, if there was only one tip that I could give either an adult or a child, 
that they could understand and take action on that would make a difference in their life, what would it be? And I really kind of concluded that it was pay yourself first. And I translated that into saving as a great habit because uh, when you think about it, if you're making a habit of saving, you're doing it automatically, you're doing it weekly or, or, or bi-weekly, and you sit, uh, essentially you're, you're paying uh, yourself first, you're, you're building up your economic preparedness, you're building up your financial uh, future, and as you mentioned earlier, it's a great springboard to then go into uh, you know, in, investing. So saving is a great habit. That's my difference maker. Oh, that is great stuff, and that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So thank you so much for that. Sam, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? SammyRabbit.com. S-A-M-M-Y-R-A-B-B-I-T.com. SammyRabbit.com. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Sam your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, Sam. George, you're very welcome. Thank you. I hope you and the whole uh, Savage Money Nation has a sammy ripping day. <laughs> and until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!